Hey, greetings everybody. Uh, this is Wesley Pepper. This is the Artex Podcast. It's episode 91. Um, and if you guys listened to me last week, you'll know that the low cherry thing has been killing us, man. And like even now, um, I know Caesar's side, she's actually sitting um, without power right now. So that's things. But like whatever, man. Like I said in, last, uh, in that little short thingy last week, you kind of work around this whole problem. Uh, which is exactly what they're doing. Uh, so yeah, enough about that. Um, so yeah, I mean, like um, you know, like, like like I said in last week's um, thing, we've got a really cool guest today, and we're working on a really cool um, concert um, on the Warmed Music Festival, which is really cool. So when I talk to one of the um, one of the guys behind it, Mr. Dan Kiobali, Kiobali. Yeah, sorry, my brother. Like sometimes names and my tongue gets a bit thick. Um, first of all, man, it's a Saturday. We're recording this on a Saturday morning. It's uh, the 24th of spring. It's actually Heritage Day today. So I don't know that I greet you. Happy Heritage Day. I don't think people do that. Um, but uh, firstly, uh, good morning, my brother. How are you? Morning. Morning, Wes. I'm going to change my name to Pepper from now on. <laughs> You call me Dan Pepper, far easier. <laughs> yeah, it's actually my surname, surname, eh? Um, I gotta thank my grandparents for that. Um, and it kind of worked for me. <laughs> People always remember that. Uh, <laughs> my brother, um, after all of that, um, I know it's a Saturday morning. Um, the Walmart Festival is starting in two weeks' time. Um, they're about, um, it's a massive, um, it's a massive thing. Um, the lineup is extensive. There's some really cool artists from very interesting part of the world. Uh, is, I think Chile, I've actually never, I actually don't know any musicians from from that part of the world. I thought that was just really interesting. Uh, we have some really interesting local acts. Saar, I also know well. Um, so there's some really interesting sounds from Joburg. So just for the listeners, man, can you just give us like, a, like an overview of what the festival is about? Um, who's happening, what's happening, and we'll just unpick it, but but after that. Cool. Um, well, um, for those of you who have heard of um, an incredible artist called Peter Gabriel, he's the guy behind WOMAD. He started it in 1982. So the festival is actually 40 years old this year, which is unbelievable, you know, yeah. for a festival that is, that is not a mainstream kind of festival. It's always been renowned as a as a niche sort of uh, focused festival um, and it's unbelievable you know because it's been in 32 countries since 1982 um, and and it's touched in the region of 39 million souls which is which is mind-boggling you know and that's a testament to to peter's um stature as as an artist and particularly as a human being and, and he's never sold out. Um, you know, he's had a couple of offers, in fact, quite a few offers from, I won't mention names, but big American corporates to sell the brand and bring it into the mainstream. And he's always gone against that because he feels that if it goes into a, a commercial element, we're gonna lose the soul and the ethos of the festival. And then it just becomes about money. Um, and that's not what WOMAD is about, you know, the, the pillars of WOMAD are, are job creation in the cultural sector and that's something that we can touch on um, because of COVID, is, because yeah. that's hit us really hard. Um, cultural tourism, to bring tourism into 
into South Africa. And that's one of the reasons why we came up with the moniker of the South African Safari. Um, the identification of young talent that we can um, bring on to the WOMAD festivals around the world and subsequent to that um, to the Re European Festival Forum which um, has an affiliation of over 2,700 um, festivals in Western and Eastern Europe which is unbelievable you know and, and WOMAD feeds talent into that and um, the other thing that is particularly close to my heart is the annual theme that we've taken on to showcase First Nations and Indigenous talent from from all over the world. So that, that's pretty much us going forward. Um, with regards to the safari, uh, the feeling that uh, COVID really ravaged us, you know, we were ready to go just before COVID struck, in fact. Mm. And um, I think it was the 21st of March, Wes. Um, yeah. 21st of March, we yeah. were going to launch at the end of that year, at the end of that, we were going to launch at the end of March. So we had eight days, you know, and it just, it killed us completely. Um, some of the sponsors then, um, not reneged on their sponsorship, but they cut down uh, dramatically. Our main sponsor cut their sponsorship by 65%. So we had to re-look at everything, you know. But Peter was adamant that we should go ahead because he was um, felt really passionately about developing the brand in South Africa. Um, he, he's got a very close affinity to South Africa. Um, yeah, he was one of the protagonists, one of the guys behind yeah. the Nelson Mandela concerts yeah. in London. Uh, you know, he, he's on the Bishop Tutu Foundation. Um, he was with the elders, with uh, Nelson Mandela and Jimmy Carter and Walter Sisulu. And a little known fact that most people don't even know about was his song Biko that he wrote about Stephen Biko. The royalties still accrue to the Tambo Education Foundation in South Africa. Yeah, you know, but he's he's a guy that doesn't make a big noise about it. He 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 goes under the radar, you know, he's a really down-to-earth, lovely guy. There's no big ego, there's no start. And that that permeates through the WOMAD environment, you know. His belief is that all artists are equal. So you'll see that, you know, on the bill, even the smallest artist still gets the same font size as the big ones because his rationale is is you know and, and a good example is a is a girl called Carla Carla Grunewald from Chile um, who's coming out for WOMAD. She's massive in Latin America, massive, massive, but nobody's nobody's heard of her in South Africa. So what makes her less important or somebody else more important than her, yeah. you know, because you know, no, no. so that's that's his rationale. And the reason why we came up with the South African Safari was rather than do a big festival for 10, 15,000 people, you know, we're still suffering from COVID. We've still got to get there, you know. And the feeling was to was to have these small boutique style events around the country where people can engage with the artists directly. They can get the artists can come into the various communities and engage with the community. Um, directly, you know, instead of having this big festival where you, you just don't have that that real connectivity with the people and the artists. So these are really small events, you know, starting off 
starting off in Cape Town um, on the 1st and 2nd of October, where we literally take over the VNA waterfront. There's five performance areas in the VNA over the two days. And then we do um, workshop, community, outreach community workshops where the international artists, mostly the First Nations indigenous guys, go out into Kailicha, Mitchell's Plain, Ocean View, Lunga, Philippi, you know, and those those are really important things because it's about getting the kids on board and understanding sure. Sure. that there's a deeper sense to sure. to art and culture than going out on TikTok and, and you know, sure. creating something like that. Sure. Um, and then and then we were approached by the the Hermanus Business Chamber, who have seemed to be very, very go ahead um a bunch of people and they wanted to do something really small um in Hermanus. so we were going to do something in the old harbor in Hermanus, you know which is a historic and, and hysteria heritagely relevant one because of the um whales and the Murray yeah, 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 biology yeah. center yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. incredible you know because at, you know our, our slogan is womad is culture community and conservation and, and we'll get to next year just now, you know. So, so we do something in Hermanus on Sunday the second, which is great. And then the whole tribe comes up to Joburg. Um, we we hit Soweto on Tuesday on Tuesday night. There's a series of um, of workshops and masterclasses in Soweto. Um, there's a great concert in Soweto in Soweto Theatre on the Friday night, and then on the Thursday. And um, this is particularly dear to my heart because I was born in Italy. I came over when I was six years old and my grandmother's uh, family was involved in the partisan uh, resistance in Italy. So I've done a lot of research on the family and gone back into that. And, and the funny thing, and tell me if I'm talking too much here. Um, I don't, my brother. But, but this, is, this is super interesting yeah. and I'm listening very close. Thank Thank you. You. Thanks. Thanks, Wes. Your ma, my grandmother. Uh, uh, this is this is so strange. She was a concert pianist. You know, she was a classical pianist, but she actually fought in the trenches of the partisan re uh, resistance. And when I went back to where I was born a couple of years ago, I went to the uh, Liberation Museum and I found these incredible photographs of her carrying a rifle. You know, <laughs> holding a rifle with a head tape back. You know, so that really developed my interest. And then I subsequently found out that the province of Reggio Emilia was the first province and city in the world who actually housed the ANC in, in exile, far before Lusaka and Dar es Salaam, you know. So that's a historic thing. So I've developed a, a theme whereby this amazing um, Italian group by the name of Modena City Ramblers um, from Reggio Emilia are going to do a free concert for the people of Soweto, basically to, in, in solidarity and in, in connectivity to say thank you guys, we, you know, we've walked this path of liberation and struggle together. Um, yeah, and then, and then we culminate in Joburg at Patterson Park, um, which is a fantastic um, multi-purpose venue that's just been set up by the, the city of Joburg. Um, on the 8th of October and we've and that is the only paying um, event that we have in WOMAD and we've tried to keep the prices as low as possible to okay. to get as many community members and and and, and artists particularly 
and audience. You know? Yeah, and that's that's pretty much in a nutshell. And maybe I should also add the fact that part of the identification of South African artists to perform on the on the global circuit is a series of collaborations with recording sessions. So we've tried to identify certain South African artists and um, team them up with some international artists, go into the recording studio, come up with something and a project that they could particularly take into the rest of the world. Um, you know, but it's a South African born um, the project as well. Um, hey, my brother, you said a bunch there, some really cool stuff. So I'd like to, I think it's going right to the beginning, but there are a few things you started off there with, like the ethos of behind a format with job creation and the fact that it's not commercially uh, uh, based. That thing I say raises a very interesting question for me because music events, that's, you know, they, it's, it's a seriously capital thing. It's all money, it's, 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 it's and, and the sponsorship and, and the budgets are, are growing. Because like the youth, uh, well, you know, the, 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 the younger, the younger folk, but, uh, but even my generation, we're way, way, way more visual uh, uh, people uh, uh, now, and that's what gets us, uh, 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 you know, keeps our attention. Whereas like maybe, let's say 15, 20 years ago, you know, you could get by just being on acoustics yet. Now there needs to be some form of a clinic or something. Um, and I know that there's, there's massive budgets involved in that and teams and so forth and so mm. on. So that, with yeah. that said, now, what like, what like, are you guys are more crossing spaces? So, um, big up to that. Um, and, um, what like, I, I, I cannot, uh, okay, there's nothing to be the game. Well, that was very interesting though, that the, the stuff you said about it. I didn't know that, just especially about the track beat part, I didn't know that. That was really cool. Um, so, so, so based on this, like, you all that living in this visual, the strong world, the big budget, I'll, um, and the fact that you guys are, are, are more like a double bow, yeah, cross food space. Um, can you just tell us a little bit more about that? And you say job creation, like, that's also pretty interesting. Uh, so, like, what type of opportunity is coming through that? Um, and how does that work? And then, um, a bit later, we can unpick the actual shows and how you're going to keep your audience and um, that type of thing in the post over Sorry, where's what do you What was the first question, please? The first, so you the first, yeah, the, the first question was around the job creation thing, man. Um, can you tell us, like, what, you know, what pro uh, processes, what projects you have in mind, how does, you know, what's that about, and so forth? You can pick it after that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's really important because um, what, what we've done is we haven't engaged with any um, national service providers, ice, lighting, all that kind of stuff. We, we've kept away from doing these contracts like um, taking on one management company that, that handles everything. No, it, it, it makes our work definitely a lot harder because there's a lot more work that goes into um, identifying the ease of the cultural ecosystem in Soweto, for instance. And I'm talking about about artists, agents, artist minders, stage managers, technical guys, social media, um, legal, hospitality, all that kind of stuff. You know, it makes our, our job probably five times as hard, but it's but it's five times more rewarding because you can see these guys buying into the concept, buying into the WOMAD ethos. And these are the guys that these teams, um, you know, to be honest, I think we'll only know after the festival 
how good the guys have delivered. Yeah. Um, but that's part of our soul, you know, and and it's part of our, our strategy and philosophy to identify this cultural ecosystem um, that we can develop in a relationship going forward, you know, and and. If you look at 40 years of WOMAD, who can who says maybe we can go 40 years in South Africa of WOMAD, which would be incredible, you know? So can you imagine how we can upskill um, the the teams and the guys we've got on the ground now? But we've got to start somewhere, you know? and, and we've got a we've got a five year plan that I think um, it is very rewarding if we can if we can really make everything happen. Um, and it's a cultural ecosystem. You're talking about COVID, you know not just the artists and those and the engineers it was everybody it, it was everybody that's yeah. involved in the cultural ecosystem and yeah. that i'm sorry to say we have to make our government understand that that's Absolutely. the case uh, it goes to guys like you you know completely um venues you know the venues took an absolute hammering you know the, the 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 people that ran the bars and the venues the 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 attendance guys all that kind of stuff it's all part of the the cultural ecosystem so you know if i can say in a, in a very small and and humble way you know we we trying to make a difference and and that's you great know, man. that's what that we need to do you know mm. that's great I, i'd like to just just continue a little bit more there because you're raising a super interesting point that's what a lot of that COVID has decimated our, our, um, our industry. Um, it's a dramatic word, but it's really been that dramatic. And the few of us that could still make some form of a uh, could still create art and make a living over the past two years or so, those are the real strong ones. Um, I actually know a bunch of people who have actually has passed on and um, um, some who's not really as, as active. So I, I, I think it's like a breath of fresh air for like, I got uh, you know you know a concept like this because so far uh, there's been very little. I mean, as you know, government has done nothing. Uh, there's been very little intervention by anybody or anything that's really uh, can I say worthwhile or as that's producing any um, like just 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 a point, just a frustration. I guess I'm in that mood. Um, one of the most frustrating things about being a creative in a post-COVID world is that all the uh, opportunities you have to apply for, like it's a competition. So you have like everybody is affected in so many different ways and uh, they kind of push it into this category. You got to, you know, you got to take all your first, everything you push it into one, two, three categories. And then you have somebody with a pin or whatever, I don't know the process is clicking. I find that, you know, so incredibly frustrating. I know I'm not the only creative um, who's dealing with that. So that is, so that is, so that's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. I think, I guess, thank you for that. Also, there's also an interesting point um, you raised there about like, um, you guys have a five-year plan and then moving forward. What's that about? And where, where's the design, you know, where, where you guys need to move forward, where you guys need to expand. And yeah, let's just talk a little bit about that. Okay, sure, Wes. Um, yeah, just go there, you know, um, I, have a I have a particular bugbear, you know, and that's corporate South Africa. You know, our corporates should be should be getting involved with their corporate social responsibility um, programs a hell of a lot more than what they do. You know, and, and there's a big there's a big disconnection there between the culture and and the corporate sector. But in saying that, you know, we've had some we've had incredible support from the city of Cape Town, the Western Cape government. 
our own Department of Arts and Culture, they've been incredible to work with, you know, but they, we're working in a silo, we're working in an, in an oasis that we've got to get a little bit broader from that, you know, and that leads on to onto the five-year plan. Um, so for 23, the, the, what we'll do is over the Heritage Day weekend, in fact, starting today, can you believe it? Um, it's Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Monday is a holiday, so that's going to be the community weekend, where we'll have culture, community, and conservation. Because um, I'm passionate about conservation. I'm a Project Rano um, global <coughs> ambassador. We want to bring conservation in awareness to school kids and and that kind of stuff. So the first weekend will be the heritage um, weekend. And we, we have community events, which include um, conservation, sport, heritage, culture. And we're already um, talking to Limpopo, Pumalanga, uh, the Western Cape's on board, Hateng is on board. Um, I'd love to do something in the Northern Cape, especially with indigenous roots and, and San and Goisan yeah. heritage. I'd love absolutely. to do something like that. So if you can help and point us oh, in the right absolutely. direction, and I we'd do love that. to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Such a vital um, thing. So, so it, it looks like, you know, we're talking to KZN. KZN aren't easy to, to convince because of the political circumstances. So it looks like we're going to have six or seven community events over the Heritage Day weekend. And then during that week, we'll have the recording sessions and the workshops. Um, and, and what we'd like to do, and talking Northern Cape, we'd like to take um, for instance, some musicians into the Northern Cape to do workshops um, and and a series of small gigs around Kimberley or, or this area. You know, that's what we'd like to do. And then the last weekend of September will be, um, we take over the entire Soweto Theatre complex. Um, that's four theatres uh, plus the amphitheatres. So we can get a spread of around eight and a half, nine thousand people over the two days. Um, which we really look forward to because again you know we spoke about the cultural ecosystem yeah so you know all artists live in soweto all the uh, the service providers come from that area yeah you know that, that's what we're looking to and then on the same weekend um we we do cape town as well um at this point in time we're not sure how the vna um series of gigs are going to go but i think it's going to work um and and they're so passionate of working with WOMAD, the Western Cape, that I'm sure we'll come up with something. Sure. And the reason why we put the two big ones at the end on that weekend is because it's, it's easier for for us to amortize big artists. You know, so for instance, sure. next year we've got uh, La Amazon de Afrique, which is a which is an all-women super group from West Africa who focus on gender-based violence issues, you know. But they're expensive, you know. You've got to pay in euros. So the idea is we do them in Joburg on the Saturday and then Cape Town on the Sunday. Um, we're talking about a big blues experience. Um, and, and yes, we're talking about Delta, Mississippi blues, Bonnie Raitt and people like that. But our blues, you know, the West African blues that started off with a Cora and then migrated over to the States. We've got we've got Zulu Muscandi walking musicians, which is a, 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 a form of blues. As well, you know? So it's a history of the blues kind of thing. Um, yeah, and again, um, you know, artists, artists from all over the world and indigenous First Nations. That's, that's 2023, that's, if, I, that's, if I lost that long. <laughs> yeah. 
they have anybody. Yeah, one that COVID taught you was like you don't know why. Eh? <laughs> a month is a month is a long time. Yo, like yeah. uh, some of the decisions you made today is fantastic and like it sounds like such a rich that like it sounds so rich and so beautiful and like I'm actually like that's that seems like it, it takes a lot of PR to do all of that and to do a talk to all of these artists from different parts of the world. Um, so we must have a big team working with them. We, we don't actually, Wes. We, we've got a very small six-man team. You know, what happened was That's like a, during COVID, yeah, with my festival, you know, Awesome Africa, um, we, we had a team that had been together for 15 years or so, you know. COVID struck and the guys, there was no work, you know. So they ended up taking these works and this job, these jobs in Qatar and Dubai and United Emirates, um, Arab Emirates with the World Cup coming up, you know. So we were we were decimated. Our team was completely decimated. So we literally had to start from scratch. You know, but only four of us left, and and we we brought on a few young guys. You know, who are going to learn and, and be with us. So it's been a it's been a tough journey, but it's but it's incredibly rewarding. You know, I keep saying to my wife, I'm incredibly privileged to to um, to be able to make a difference without yeah. making money, you know. She can make the big money and I'll make the difference. <laughs> power to that, my brother. Um, but yeah, man, Dan has got something, you know, we want to wrap it up um, real quick. Like, and let me just summarize just a few things over there and we'll just unpick it and sort of wrap it up from there. My brother, like, this is this is, this is is most impressive. Like, one of the things, like I mentioned earlier, which sticks out, um, is that it's more, uh, yeah, you guys are, are more focused on, on building the the creative ecosystem and like performance is is, um, is just um, is just part of that. I think that is a setup is really um, is um, is, um, is is really cool. And the fact that it does is outreaching like um, outside of, of like the most of the mainstream, like Atlantis, for example. Uh, uh, you know, not a lot, uh, you know, yeah, you talk about KZN and so forth. And I think that's really cool. And then the fact that you guys are bringing in all of this. Um, 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 artists from indigenous artists from all over the world. Uh, one of the things about those type of gigs that I that, that I that um that that I enjoy is that you know I'm a I'm a, I'm a visual artist and so 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 I get um uh, uh, I <laughs> I interpret music differently and it, 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 it's it's like a real uh, you know like people take an energy drink to, to get energy that should like energize uh, a lot of me and I, and I know it does for a lot of other artists poets. A lot of writers, so 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 I know these type of events get get you know that there's a playwriters and so forth. So so that that type of energy, and I think it's needed in this post-COVID world. Um, um, and I and 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 I'm actually glad we uh, we touched on that because I know a lot of guests who listen to the show, um, artists that um that at least yeah well so you know I'm I'm glad I could have to sort of like get that get that out there. Um, so um, yeah, that's really that, that, that that's that's really cool, man. Um, so as I said, like the gig starts after um, the party starts in a few weeks time. Um, is there anybody that you think um, that you um, I know uh, I know you, what I've noticed with your band, you're not marketing a single artist over there. But is there anybody that sticks out that you think people should um, you know go check out? <laughs> uh, Wes, just touching on the visual arts quickly, the, the part of the five-year plan is to bring the music component down um, to about okay. 60%, where we, we then include 
um, fashion, theater, dance, visual arts, spoken word. You know, so part of the five-year plan is we gradually bring the music component down and and and, and incorporate the other um, cultural genres. And I think that kind of encapsulates the philosophy, you know, because a lot of people say, "Oh no, we're not going because we don't recognize anybody. We, there's nobody that we know." Yeah. Well, that's the beauty, you know. Yeah. That's the beauty. Of it. That's the voyage or experience, you know. That's interesting. Um, but I find in South Africa, especially, there's a there's a kind of a sensibility that says, "Oh well, you know, if I don't, if I haven't heard the artists or I don't know them on the digital platforms, then I'm not interested," you know. And and that's why we'll never, we never want to be um, a one size fits all. Our, our man from outer Mongolia called Hangai from outer Mongolia, you know, music that we would never ever relate to. I walked out of that. It was it was a life changing experience because it was it was um, throat singing from from the steppes of Mongolia. Um, it, it was punk guitars, you know, wow. rhythms that that came out of, of Tibet and places like that. It's incredible, and I've never heard of them, you know. And I think those that's the audience that we speak into. We 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 trying to engage with an audience that is wants to learn, wants to. Um, find out more about the world around them. You know, if we come away with this year's WOMAD with four or five really interesting collaborations, I'd, I'll be more than happy. Yeah. That's... Oh, another one. Sorry, oh. sorry, Wes, sorry. <laughs> one that'll be just down your street is uh, um, who you'll know, Zolani Maholo from Freshly Ground. You know, she goes by the moniker of the one that's things now you know with very strong Tulsa um, traditions from the Eastern Cape she's been wanting to break into the European Festival Forum for a long time so we thought well the Moderna City Ramblers from Italy play the circuit extensively you know I, I think they do something like 200 gigs a year yeah man thanks a lot for all of that man this line is also very stable I know you also got a bounce uh, my brother thinks about all of that this um, I'll wrap this I'll wrap the um the, the episode up and like we'll also put out um, I mean we'll find we'll find women on all our platforms as well um, we'll publish this episode um, next week and we're hoping to get one of our reps into um, one of the gigs in uh, Soweto and like do Vox Pop and cover it um, and broadcast um, because I also like you um, what we what we interested in is also just to document not just be part of it as, 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 as art lovers and music um, bar art and music lovers, but also just to cover the broadcast experience um, on a digital platform and put that out. Um, um, and just um, because, like you were saying earlier, and I think these, these creative uh, ecosystems are important. It's definitely kept a lot of people alive, you know, over the pandemic. Um, 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 and we just, yeah, and, and we just, yeah, I just think it's really important um, for people to know about. Uh, my brother, so let me not keep you up, man. Thanks a lot for coming through. Um, <laughs> my brother, thank thanks, you. Wes. It's been a it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And uh, thank you, as I mentioned, we'd love to do something in the Northern Cape for sure next year. You know, so the ideas fun. that we can follow up. Let's let's try and do that. Yeah. For sure, I'm also Absolutely. super interested in the thanks a lot in the, in the, in the, in the, with, with the visual arts uh, and the component of the, the live theater. There's also a lot of that's really cool. Uh, uh, that's that, that's really cool. So thanks for that, my brother. We'll be in touch. Absolutely. After the episode up, and uh, yeah, take care, yeah. my brother. 
Okay. Thanks, brother. Cheers, okay. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody. Yeah, sure. Okay, everybody. That was that was Dan Kiyobori. Um He came to us during a funny time, and like, um, I hope you guys didn't mind all the, you know, the, the internet connection was all funny and stuff, and that it frustrates the shit out of me, to be honest. Um, you know, and Susan couldn't make it, uh, but I know she had like no kids because her side. Guys, remember to catch us on all the streaming platforms. You know, remember to like, subscribe, and comment to the channel. As a brief, as a brief. Remember, all I'm gonna share all the information about Walmart on uh, on this uh, on this episode. And um, what was the other thing? Yeah, like, subscribe, comment. Big up to Julius Batson for producing everything um, and there was another thing yes last week I mentioned we had an intern but it's a sense game that the intern told me to F myself um, not cool with my sister so we don't have an intern so if there's any of you guys out there that is looking to do um, yeah that wants to intern to the podcast give me a shout anyway catch you guys next week bye